Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey there, so happy to be with you. Oh my goodness, we are speeding to the end of the year here. And um, I got to see some snow in the last few days. Very happy about that. Made my first snowball. I'm enjoying being with my family in New Jersey. And uh, I am... Uh, Preparing to make a home here, which is pretty cool. I have been a wanderer since um, the uh, early April, end of March, when I left Hawaii. And so uh, I'm going to be settling here in the uh, New Jersey area, quite near Manhattan, uh, for the purpose of being near my family, but also because I, in the last few years, have started to feel really called to support the New York community in uh, doing the forgiveness work. Uh, you may know that I've been teaching forgiveness workshops for 16 years, and uh, it's one of my great joys to do because they are so effective. In fact, you can um, get a version of my forgiveness workshop that you can do at home called and it's called how to get over it how to get over it it's on the home page at jenniferhadley.com it's totally free for you i invite you to go get it and do it with a friend or two make an afternoon or evening of it a morning of it break some bread together and and do that amazing healing work together and i am so grateful to share that forgiveness work. Uh, it's amazing how life-changing it is. People write to me all the time and tell me how much their family has changed, their finances have changed, their body has changed. In fact, uh, you know what? I'm going to pray in and then share that with you. Um, you can tell I'm excited. I'm excited about the healing that's happening all around me. It's wonderful. So let's place our hand on our heart and give great thanks. Yes, great thanks. Great thanks that we have the teachings of A Course in Miracles to lead and guide us. Great thanks that we have the higher Holy Spirit self to partner up with and that we do not have to go it alone. We are saying to the mighty I Am Presence, the higher Holy Spirit self, you decide for me. Show us the way. Show us the highest and best opportunities in each and every moment. We are interested in choosing them and only them. So grateful and so thankful that we can relinquish the thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation. That all that is false is being dissolved and resolved permanently from our awareness so that all that we know as all that we are, perfect love. We share the benefits of our healing, our expansion, our willingness with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. Yay. Yeah. So I... um. I'm in that period in my year when I'm doing one-on-one um, -on -one appointments with the folks who've been in my year-long Masterful Living course. So one of my favorite things to do is to talk with the people as we harvest the learning and the results of their having done the work in Masterful Living all year long. And it's amazing because so many people who start my year-long course, uh, which is really about living the love and walking the talk, uh, 
really taking these principles of A Course in Miracles and applying them to our life moment by moment, day by day, so that we're really living A Course in Miracles. It's that practical application that changes our lives. So it's not a studious intellectual class. It's really a heart-centered, joyous, joy-making class. And it's about having uh, real, true fellowship with like-minded souls so that we're inspired to do the work together and really claim the healing. So I was talking with Sheila, who uh, was saying that she had just, uh, in the recent days, recognized that her chronic pain was gone. So she had suffered for years with chronic pain. And... Um, that uh, one of the things that she had been doing for years was, was buying these huge bottles of uh, pain uh, medication like uh, Advil and I guess Aleve and Excedrin. She mentioned a few different ones and that she would be taking them all day long and that um, she always carried them with her in her purse. She said that she was looking for something in her purse and she saw the the container that she kept in her purse and she realized that she hadn't taken any in months. I, I think that this is uh, a, literally uh, a the kind of result that people can have with A Course in Miracles. Certainly, uh, one of the, the, the most common uh, healing, miraculous healing that people report in my course, uh, living uh, A Course in Miracles, my Masterful Living year-long course, the most common result, people tell me, is that they have profound relationship healings, that relationships they had given up on or had wanted to give up on uh, had completely done a 180. That's very, very common. Of course, people feel much better about themselves. They're much kinder and more loving with themselves. They're feeling more happy and more peaceful. And, you know, when they, that's how they're feeling about themselves in their life, it's going to impact their relationships. And... Um, it, it seems like we're separate from our loved ones. It seems like um, when we change our mind, it doesn't affect them. But this is the thing that I feel is so important in our coursework is to prove the teachings of A Course in Miracles. We prove it by demonstrating it, by living it, and having tangible, miraculous results that anyone can bear witness to and recognize, okay, this person changed their mind in these ways, and these were the results that manifested as the effect so it's remember we don't have to seek for love this of course miracle says you know don't go looking for love the love is already there it's a hundred percent there that is the treasure that is within right so today's episode is called finding my treasure and so that treasure is within i love that seek first the kingdom which is within it's already there And we don't have to uh, know everything there is to know about the kingdom in order for everything to be added unto us. We just have to change the direction we're looking from outside of ourselves to the inner focus that the treasure is within. We are the treasure. When we start to be willing to be willing to be willing, willing to be willing to be willing to recognize we are the treasure. Then we'll start to be willing to recognize it and act as if. And then th- this creates a, a real change in our life, our relationships, our finances, every part of our life, including, as Sheila discovered, and as many have discovered before her in previous years, that it can be a shift in the body. I know many people um, lose weight, get in shape. They have all kinds of shifts and changes in the course of a year of doing masterful living. Um, 
one really happy thing that I found out this week is someone who uh, really had been holding that they would like to marry their sweetheart. Uh, they just got married. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? They just got married. So, uh, and, and very, very, of course, happy about it. And uh, there was no pressure to get married. Uh, it was uh, peaceful peaceful experience and I love that I've seen a a number of people in Masterful Living uh, not just marry their sweethearts but also find their sweethearts become engaged and get married and that's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing I love to officiate a wedding of people I love that's a great gift that I get as a minister and so we, we think, well, how's that chronic pain going to end? How, how did changing, uh, Sheila changing her mind end the chronic pain? I've seen this enough times that I know seriously that chronic pain is related to some kind of inflammation, right? Isn't aging related to inflammation? Think of all the, the money and time and energy and effort that people put into anti-aging, uh, Things at when it's all related to inflammation. Illness is related to inflammation, and uh, the the true <laughs> healing is when the inflammation of the mind, the inflammation of the mind, is dissolved and resolved permanently back to the root cause. So through doing the forgiveness work that A Course in Miracles prescribes for us, that is the anti-inflammatory. Forgiveness is the number one anti-inflammatory. It truly is. And so when our mind is inflamed, then our emotional body becomes inflamed. If we don't address the healing at the level of the mind, the emotional body will become inflamed. If we don't address it when we feel emotionally distraught, then what's going to happen? It's going to travel into the physical body. Why? Because it's getting our attention. When we allow ourselves to think thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation, and it goes unchecked, then the greatest gift that spirit can give us is to keep making that alarm bell louder and louder and louder so that we'll finally address it. And that's what uh, chronic pain is about in, I would say, in most cases. That it's a, it's a warning bell, it's an alarm saying, look at your thoughts. Your thoughts are not in alignment with truth. You can change your mind. And remember that beautiful prayer at the end of page, uh, on page 90 at the end of chapter 5. I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. Right? So if we're in pain, we're not at peace. I made the decision myself, but I can also decide otherwise. I want to decide otherwise because I want to be at peace. I do not feel guilty because the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I will let him. I choose to let him by allowing him to decide for God, for me. So whenever we're in pain, we can do that, uh, I call it stop, drop, and roll. It's really... When you're in pain, just stop and give it to the Holy Spirit for healing. You don't even have to know what it is or identify it. This is one of the main core practices of Masterful Living. Sheila's been practicing that, and so she has made forgiveness a priority in her life. And the healing is showing up in her physical, emotional, and mental experience of life. So just think of how much effort people put uh, into trying to change things in the world, which means including changing things in the body, in order to eliminate chronic pain. And Sheila, from what she told me, 
had really, and she shared with others too, so I don't feel I'm breaking any confidence with her. I think she would be happy to talk about it with anyone. I know she would. And um, to be helpful, to inspire others. That's one of the gifts we have is there's no shame in healing. <laughs> We're, it's pretty exciting when we have miraculous healing. And so... When we're taking all kinds of medications to end the pain, it's a form of magic, as A Course in Miracles talks about, versus miracle. And it's also a form of managing and coping. It's a form of settling, right? So instead of thinking, oh, I can change my mind about this, we feel powerless. And so we look for some power in the world to do the healing for us or just to help us manage and cope with the pain. That's pretty typical. Pretty darn typical. So, I am so happy to share a testimony of amazing, miraculous results. And uh, for sure, Sheila's not the only person who's taken Masterful Living who's had amazing, miraculous healing. Uh, I know one of the most common things that uh, is a miraculous healing is uh, people have a healing around depression, chronic depression. So a lot of chronic issues can get healed. And the thing for us also to recognize is if we are not having the healing that we desire, then not to, A, not to give up, not to think that there's something wrong with us, and not to think that we are doing something wrong. And uh, I never thought I would start talking about this today, but apparently somebody has an interest in this topic. So, um, I point you to some really clear things about healing in the Manual for Teachers. How is healing accomplished? Chapter 5. And then um, there's Is Healing Certain? In Chapter 6. And one of the main issues is for us in this healing is do we in any way feel that healing would in some way be less desirable than feeling weak, sick, and when the the healing doesn't happen, it's uh, what A Course in Miracles tells us is that it, it's about us really not being clear that there's a conflict in our mind, that somehow healing represents a loss. Now, that is going to lead me back. I know that sounds crazy. Well, how could healing be a loss? Well, it's about a power struggle with God. Now, I'm going to point us to chapter 8 here, uh, section 6 called The Treasure of God. Uh, chapter 8, section 6, paragraph 4. I love this. It says, listen to the story of the prodigal son and learn what God's treasure is and yours. This son of a loving father left his home and thought he had squandered everything for nothing of any value, although he had not understood its worthlessness at the time. The son was ashamed to return to his father because he thought he had hurt him by leaving and by squandering his fortune. Yet, when the son came home, the father welcomed him with joy, because the son himself was his father's treasure. The father wanted nothing else. God wants only his son, because his son is his only treasure. God wants his son, because his son is his only treasure. When I read that, I can feel God's love and God's not judging and that there is nothing to forgive. 
nothing to forgive. There's something about this treasure that just keeps coming back to me this year. It's really, uh, I think, part of my own inner work that I'm doing to really fully recognize that I can't add one cubit to my stature in the eyes of God, that there's nothing that I've ever done in any lifetime, including this one, no mean thing I've ever done, because I've done a lot of mean, unkind things in my life. I used to be extremely spiteful, controlling, and manipulative. Really, it was um, so completely addictive and habitual to me. I, I thought I would never be able to break it, but I was willing to give up that thought of never and to hold, I am breaking it, I am doing it, it's happening now. And that thought saved me. So, God wants only His Son because His Son is His only treasure. We are that Holy Son of God. And it says here, there is, it says, there's no other gift that is eternal. And therefore, there is no other gift that is true. That's the love that God has for us. The love that we do have for God. Which is the love that we have for ourselves. It is the love that we have for our brothers and sisters. There is only one. All love is God's love. All love is self-love. There's just the love for the one. It says, How then can you accept anything else or give anything else and expect joy in return? So to have joy is to give love unconditionally in all situations and circumstances. That's the path of joy. And that's the path that I'm interested in as we're turning the pages on the calendar here and setting our sights on a new year, brand new spanking year coming up so quickly here. Uh, The years, uh, I know I'm not the only one feeling this, as more light pours into our dimension, time appears to be speeding up. The quickening is happening. Remember, A Course in Miracles tells us over and over again that we are saving time through our spiritual practice. So those of us who are earnestly doing this work, we're experiencing that quickening of of time speeding up. So honest to God, this year felt like half a year to me. It's like, how can it be the end, end of the year? What? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It sure doesn't matter, but uh, it, it is evidence of that quickening. So, sharing unconditional love, the gift we receive is we access the joy that's already installed. Seek first the kingdom, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. And the all else being added unto us is the full access to the joy, the peace, the harmony, the gifts of God. It says, what else but joy would you want? You made neither yourself nor your function. So God made us in God's image and likeness. And our function is to be the light of the world. Our function is to relinquish anything that blocks the light. It says, you made only the decision to be unworthy of ourselves, of love, the love that we are, our Christ in nature, and unworthy of joy. It says, yet you cannot make yourself unworthy because you are the treasure of God and what God values is valuable. Consider that. No matter what you believe, you cannot make yourself unworthy. No matter what has been done to you, no matter what you have done, 
no matter what I have done or what has been done to me, I cannot be made unworthy because I am the treasure of God. I am what God values, and so are you. It says there can be no question of our worth because our value lies in God sharing himself with us and establishing our value forever. Your function is to create, is to add to God's treasure by creating yours. His will to you is his will for you. He would not withhold creation from you because his joy is in it. So what I take from this is that our function is to create expressions of joy and beauty and perfection. So as we seek the kingdom, then we remember that everything has already been given to us. Ask and it is given, of course, Merkel says. And that's because it's already been given to us. So the treasure is within us. I think that this truly, next to the forgiveness work, the greatest work we can do is to be willing to recognize I am the treasure and so is my brother and sister. That we are the treasure as we are. So I'm just going to invite you to take a moment here and to think of someone that you maybe don't like, someone you despise, someone you think should be punished, someone you um, are disgusted by. Just think if there's anybody you can think of, someone you really are repulsed by. Would you be willing to recognize that no matter what they have done or not done, what they have been responsible for, what pain, what, what suffering, the, the most um, active malicious terrorist and murderer, they are still the treasure of God. And because we are one with them, we are given this charge to know that they are the treasure of God and therefore they are our treasure because God is all there is. There is no one else. There is no thing else. There's just the treasure of God. That's us. That's them. And when we're willing to see it, our pain will dissolve. Our emotional pain, our financial pain, our physical pain, our relationship pain, our creative career expression pain will dissolve. It seems like they're unrelated, but there's nothing unrelated. It's all one. <sighs> hey, listen, if you're interested in taking my Masterful Living course, you can go right to jenniferhadley.com and read all about it. I am doing a free class tomorrow, which is also a preview of Masterful Living, and it's called Unblock Your Time, Energy, and the Flow. Unblock the Flow of Your Time, Energy, and Money. Unblock the Flow of Your Time, Energy, and Money. It's totally free for you. Register now. If you can't be with me live, you'll get the download. If you can be with me live, you can ask me questions. I look forward to that. So, we're going to go to break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. Hey, 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 I have a couple of announcements to make. 
Um, first, again, I'll just uh, remind you, as I said before the break, my free class, Unblock the Flow of Time, Energy, and Money, uh, is a preview of my year-long Masterful Living course, which starts on January 1st. And... Um, that class is on December 14th. So if you're listening to this later, you can probably go and get the free download. Um, all you have to do is register. There's no um, charge. And if you're listening uh, before the class, come live to the class and bring your questions about unblocking the flow of your time, energy, and money. I'm excited about this topic. And what else? Um, oh, my New Year's Reboot Retreat in North Carolina. Very excited about that, gearing up for that. I love to do a New Year's Retreat. So it's the last weekend of the year, first weekend of the new year. It's three nights in North Carolina at the beautiful Art of Living Retreat Center. Uh, it's called my New Year's Reboot Retreat. And if you can't come to the retreat, you can take my New Year's Reboot class, uh, which is on January 1st. Uh, I'll be doing it at the retreat. Yay for that. So, um, yeah, we're going to have such an awesome rock and good time. Uh, it's I, I find that doing a New Year's retreat is one of the most productive things I can do. Um, in, in, a, in a weekend, uh, kind of a workshop setting. Because uh, we can just harvest the learning from the end of the year and set ourselves up uh, for a total win in the new year. And add to that masterful living and you're going to hit a home run, best year ever. Um, gosh, I love my life. Hashtag I love my life. I'm so blessed, so, so blessed to be able to share what means so much to me with so many beautiful people. Thank you, God. Thank you. I'm just so grateful. So much appreciation. Oh, whoop, whoop. All right. Now, what else did I wish to tell you? Master Living starts uh, January 1st. And, oh, I know. the um, We are well underway. Thank you, God, with the Android version of the Course in Miracles app. So in case you don't know, uh, many thousands of people have already downloaded the free A Course in Miracles app. It's uh, at iTunes for those of you who have uh, Mac devices, iPhones, iPads, um, that kind of thing. And uh, we're making it for Android. And uh, our team, we're working on it to have it for you first of the year for your Android. Whoop, whoop. And thank you to the people who are donating to make that possible because uh, we sure wouldn't be able to do it and give it away free if you didn't make your donation. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, what else? Uh, we are well underway with the transcription of this radio broadcast. So for years, people asked if we could do it. We didn't have the financing for it, but people started making donations towards that end. And we now have quite a few. So if you go to, I think we have maybe 60 radio shows um, already transcribed and posted at Living A Course of Miracles dot com and um, they're under the resources page so you can go and grab those um, if there if you have an episode you'd really like to see us transcribe for you and it's not done yet just let us know write to admin a d m i n at jenniferhadley.com tell us which one you'd like and we'll put it at the top of the list happy to do that for you and hmm i think those are all the announcements right now yippity doo okay so finding my treasure so we are the treasure and Everyone we don't like is the treasure. And not only are they the treasure of God, because we're one with God, they're our treasure. Yikes. So, Course in Miracles, we all know this. 
experiences over and over and over again. The, and it, it's, I'm going to point us to chapter 26 entitled The Transition, section 9 entitled For They Have Come. It's my page 560. It says, think but how holy you must be from whom the voice for God calls lovingly unto your brother, that you may awake in your brother the voice that answers to your call. So we can awaken in our brothers and sisters the voice for God so that they can hear it. We can do that. And think how holy our brothers and sisters must be when in them sleeps our own salvation. I'm I'm changing the wording just a little bit to make it clearer. So, and think how holy our brother must be when in him sleeps your own salvation. With your brother's freedom joined. However much you wish he be condemned, think of that person that we were talking about before before the break that you might wish to condemn. No matter how much you might wish to condemn them, God is in him. And never will you know God is in you as well while you attack God's chosen home and battle With God's host. So as long as we attack our brothers and sisters, then we're not going to know our own holiness. The only way to know our own freedom, our own joy, our own prosperity, our own wholeness, is to stop attacking our brothers and sisters. Would you trade your wholeness? Would you trade your happiness? Would you trade your financial freedom for the right to attack any one of your brothers and sisters? Well, you know what? That's what we've all done. Every single one of us, we've done it. Just about. Just about. We've traded it. Now, we're realizing, we're waking up and we're going, Oh! That is a terrible trade. No. I would like to be like the prodigal son and just go home to God and just say, Yep. Squandered everything. What are you going to do? Thank God that wasn't real. Thank God the only thing that's real is the treasure is within me still and it's still within my brother and it's still within my sister and I can recognize it in all of us right now. And that, thank God, nothing can interrupt any of our worthiness. We are worthy. All are worthy. It says, is it too much to ask a little trust for him who carries Christ to you, that you may be forgiven all your sins and left without a single one you cherish still? So let's have a little trust that our brothers and sisters, that we have, we could say, enjoyed not liking, that we've enjoyed condemning and thinking they're bad and wrong, that we can have trust for them, that they are bringing us home, and we can see the Christ in them, see the perfection in them. And that helps us to see it in ourselves. It says, forget not that a shadow held between your brother and yourself obscures the face of Christ and memory of God. And would you trade them for an ancient hate? The ground whereon you stand is holy ground because of them who, standing there with you, have blessed it with their innocence and peace. The blood of hatred fades to let the grass grow green again and let the flowers be all white and sparkling in the summer sun. What was a place of death has now become a living temple in a world of light because of them. 
It is their presence which has lifted holiness again to take its ancient place upon an ancient throne. Because of them have miracles sprung up as grass and flowers on the barren ground that hate had scorched and rendered desolate. What hate has wrought have they undone? And now you stand on ground so holy, heaven leans to join with it and make it like itself. The shadow of an ancient hate has gone, and all the blight and withering have passed forever from the land where they have come. So as long as we believe that our brother is unworthy of our love, our respect, we will think that we're unworthy of it too. There's just no way around that. So as we're coming into this annual time of that Christ light, having more attention and more focus than it does the rest of the year, let us see that Christ light, that Christ focus in everyone Let us not withhold one bit of love and compassion and understanding and even care from any one of our brothers and sisters. I think that what's going on in the world, the intensity of things, you know, such an opportunity. In the political climate in the United States, I see so many spiritual students who are angry and upset. And I'll be honest with you, I feel that um, it is possible, and this is what I'm cultivating, to be a responsible citizen and harbor no hatred, no anger, no resentment towards any political person whatsoever, Uh, anyone who's making decisions and choices that are, we could say, reprehensible, completely selfish and unloving, and, um, you know, we could have all kinds of judgments of their choices, Um, what's all that for? It's for healing our mind. So the I was telling you at the beginning of the show about Sheila, who healed the chronic praying that she had suffered with for many years through her spiritual practice of forgiveness and non-judgment. And I can honestly say that this year she was really put to the test because she lives in Louisiana and um, 90-some percent of her community, including every member of her family, uh, lost their homes and their businesses, including herself. She, she literally, her home was completely flooded and her business as well and is having to start all over again. And so that's tremendous forgiveness practice. That's tremendous non-judgment practice. But she didn't shrink back from it. She knew what it was for. She didn't, you know, who, who would enjoy that experience? Not, not enjoyable. You know, you, you really have to work with your mind. You have to be completely willing in order to have a healing You really, really do. And she cultivated that willingness every single day. And that is the thing that dissolved the patterns in her mind, which were the root cause of the chronic pain. And so the chronic pain had to dissolve and resolve. This is why working in the world to change things in the world rather than to change our mind about them is just a big time suck. Big, huge time energy suck. Massive. So, let's fulfill our function. Let's recognize that the treasure of God is pre-installed in us and so importantly in our brothers and sister. Your function is to add to God's treasure by creating yours. So our treasure is expressions of perfection and love. That's that's what we can do to add to the treasure of God. If we say we love God, let's add to God's treasure 
by expressing love. All expressions of love are maximal. Every time we're expressing love, we are healing our mind. We are remembering the truth. This is the gift that we can give to ourselves and share with our brothers and sisters. We are God's own treasure. Yes, we are. This is the thing that A Course in Miracles tells us over and over and over again. Yes. Mm, so beautiful. It says here in this uh, chapter 8, section 6, Your high heart lies where your treasure is as God's does. You who are beloved of God are wholly blessed. Learn this of me and free the holy will of all those who are as blessed as you are. And then uh, going back to chapter 26, section 9, paragraph 4. Listen to this. What is a hundred or a thousand years to them, or tens of thousands? When they come, time's purpose is yet fulfilled. So what, what is the them? The them is, it says, remember we were talking about how, um, is it too much to ask a little trust for your brother who carries Christ to you, that you may be forgiven all your sins and left without a single one you cherish still? Forget not that a shadow held between your brother and yourself obscures the face of Christ and memory of God. Those are the thems, the face of Christ and memory of God. Would you trade them for an ancient hate? So what is a hundred or a thousand years to the face of Christ and memory of God? When the face of Christ and memory of God come, time's purpose is fulfilled. What never was passes to nothingness when the face of God, when the face of Christ and the memory of God come. What hatred claimed is given up to love and freedom lights up every living thing and lifts it into heaven, where the lights grow ever brighter as each one comes home. You see, we're going home. That's where we're going. If you're distressed and suffering, it's it's not about going home and dying. The prodigal son didn't die when he went home, Right? No, he, <laughs> we're led to believe he lived joyously ever after in the loving bosom of his family. And this is what is, is promised to us, the new heaven and the new earth. It says, the incomplete is made complete again, and heaven's joy. See, you, you see, heaven can't be heaven without us. Our mind is where heaven is, (laughs) if we choose it. The incomplete is made complete again, and heaven's joy has been increased, because what is its own has been restored to it. The bloodied earth is cleansed, and the insane have shed their garments of insanity to join them on the ground whereon you stand. So think of going back to the people maybe that you think are despicable and you despise and maybe think they should be punished, the torturers, the terrorists, the people who are uh, maliciously mercenary. Imagine... Hold a vision of standing with them when they have completely changed their mind because you liberated them in your mind, they could change their mind. As long as we hold them a prisoner in their our mind, they can't really change their mind. We're holding them there. Do you see that? We are their Savior. That's why they are our Savior. Heaven is grateful for this gift of what has been withheld so long, for they have come to gather in their own. Now is the time for gathering, right? For us to all come home. 
What has been locked is opened. What was held apart from light is given up. That light may shine on it and leave no space nor distance lingering between the light of heaven and the world. The holiest of all spots on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present love. And they come quickly to the living temple where a home for them has been set up. There is no place in heaven holier. And they have come to dwell within the temple offered them to be their resting place as well as yours. What hatred has released to love becomes the brightest light in heaven's radiance. And all the lights in heaven brighter grow in gratitude for what has been restored. Around you, angels hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. Your footprints lighten up the world, for where you walk, forgiveness gladly goes with you. No one on earth but offers thanks to one who has restored his home and sheltered him from bitter winter and the freezing cold. And shall the Lord of heaven and his Son give less in gratitude for so much more? Now is the temple of the living God rebuilt as host again to him by whom it was created. Where he dwells, his Son dwells with him, never separate. And they give thanks that they are welcome, made at last. Where stood a cross, now stands the risen Christ, and ancient scars are healed within God's sight. An ancient miracle has come to bless and to replace an ancient enmity that came to kill. In gentle gratitude do God the Father and the Son return to what is theirs and will forever be. Now is the Holy Spirit's purpose done, for they have come, for they have come at last. This is our divine impetus to bring the new heaven and the new earth. We have everything we need. All we must do is see the holy face of Christ in our brothers and sisters so that we can see it in ourselves and all are released. When we can see it in our brothers and sisters, not only will we be able to see it in ourselves, they will be able to see it and let their own delusions of unworthiness go. This is the promise. This is our way. So beautiful. I'm going to say, a, speak a word of prayer here and uh, a reminder that if you would like to make a financial contribution to support uh, the Course in Miracles app, the transcriptions, this radio show broadcast, the free classes and all that we're offering, uh, you can do that at livingacourseofmiracles.com, livingacourseofmiracles.com. Uh, also jenniferhadley.com and don't forget the free class Unblock the Flow of Your Time Energy and Money free class and uh, of course uh, our retreat New Year's Reboot at the end of the year and then Masterful Living starts January 1st let's take that breath of love and gratitude together so grateful and so thankful to surrender all thoughts of separation we're accepting the atonement for ourselves we're accepting the perfection and the wholeness of ourselves our brothers and sisters now and forevermore we're relinquishing all judgments all blame shame all lack and attack in gratitude we share the benefits with all because we're one with them in gratitude we come home to christ we let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. I love you. Have a great rest of your week. Mwah.